Hey, welcome to the Silent Sales Machine radio podcast. Nope, I am not Jim Cockrum. My name is Jenny Hunt, and I am absolutely honored to be a guest host today for Jim. I offered to help share some success stories, some interviews, and tips. And today I wanted to start with an episode that shares three ways to get kids involved in your business. I've been married for 28 years, and we have three children, 20, 17, and 15. We've homeschooled them, and we have our own business, which allows us the flexibility that we value as a family. Many people in the My Silent Team community know that we usually drive across the country. We're up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, We'll drive across the country together to join up at the Proven Conference, and that's always an adventure for our family to pile into a car and make that road trip miles and miles and hundreds and miles away. But it's always a good adventure. We love having the flexibility that we have. So I wanted to share with you three ways that you can get kids involved in your business. If you're here because you have children of any and all ages that you're who are living a busy life with you, then you'll want to pay attention. Okay, let me start by sharing a little bit of my story. I started my business over 17 years ago, kind of by accident. I was actually, I was pregnant with my second child and things were pretty tough financially. I knew one thing, I was not going back to a job. I had a marketing position in a high-tech company with Silicon Graphics. In fact, the Google headquarters down in Mountain View, California, that super cool building, I don't know if you've seen it, that was built by Silicon Graphics and my office was in that building. Anyhow, the only thing I could think to do at the time was have a garage sale. We need to increase our income and I did not want to go back to a job. So I thought, I know, super lucrative. This will be a great moneymaker. I will have a garage sale, right? Well, you know, you can always make good money at a garage sale. I joke about that because I completely think it's true, but it's true if you're the shopper more than the one actually giving the, having the garage sale, holding it. But anyway, I thought that was a great idea. So I had a garage sale and this woman, she drives up in a white BMW convertible. I'll never forget this. This was 17, 18 years ago. She doesn't even get out of her car. She drives up, you know, pulls up in front of the driveway. She stands up in her car and she yells, Hey, do you have any books? Well, I didn't, but I was more than willing to sell her books that I had on my bookshelf because I was kind of desperate. So I said to her, no, what are you looking for? And she said, Oh, I'm just selling them on Amazon. Okay, stop right there. I was like, what? Now remember, this is 17 or 18 years ago. Amazon was newer. And at the time, they only sold books. But I could not get this out of my mind. And so as soon as that garage sale was over, I went to my computer and I started spending some time on Amazon learning how to sell books. Now remember, like I said, they didn't have FBA and Amazon only sold books at the time. So I simply listed every single book that we were willing to part with, which was most of them, on our bookshelf. And lo and behold, they started selling. And that was my first taste of e-commerce. Okay, well, the books were fine, but I wasn't seeing the kind of revenue that I needed to justify not getting a job. So while I was trying to figure this out, my second child was born and I had bought a sit-and-stand stroller. Don't know if you know what that is, but it's a very large, at least 17 years ago, it's a very large, bulky double stroller where the toddler can stand up and then you can have a baby in a regular stroller seat. Anyhow, 
I bought one at a garage sale for $15 for my two children. And it just really didn't work for us. It was bulky and kind of awkward. It just wasn't working. So I thought, you know, I think I'm going to sell this on the new upcoming site, eBay. And it sold for over $100. Well, this intrigued me just a little bit. This was a lot more money and way easier than having a garage sale for the day. So I went to garage sales the next week. And guess what? I found the same exact stroller for 15 bucks. And it was just like the first one. It was in great condition. So I bought it and I listed it and I sold it again on eBay, this next one, for over $100 as well. I was hooked. I was garage selling and listing everything that I could find. But I'll tell you, it was hit or miss. I knew that there was potential with this model though. So one day I was responded, I was poking around online and I responded to a Craigslist ad from a woman who was looking for someone to list on eBay for her. She said that she would do all the training, that she would provide all of the inventory. She just wanted somebody who would take the pictures, list the auctions, ship the items, you know, do all of the prep. And the cool part was we would split the profit 50-50. She was a power seller and she knew her stuff. So this was a great opportunity. And so I followed up, I called her and I said, hey, I'm totally new. I've got like 15 reviews or people that have uh, transactions, you know, from people that I've sold things to on eBay, but I'm really eager to learn. I would love to do this. So she came over to my house and she spent two weeks with me teaching me everything she knew about eBay. I learned all the things about keywords that people don't search for cute, that you need to use brand names or, you know, whatever good descriptions of how people search. You put yourself in the customer's shoes. I learned all of these things, pricing strategies, what types of things go together in a lot or a bundle, all of those things, how to take good pictures. She taught me everything she knew because she wanted to be successful too. So then she would come over once a week and she would bring, and I am not exaggerating, 20 of those huge black garbage bags full of clothes and things for me to sell every week. Okay, let me back up. Remember what I said. This is before the FBA days, the fulfilled by Amazon days. And this was before there were no prep centers that I knew of at the time. So all of the great tools that we have today, even the smartphone, I did not have 17 years ago. So at this point, short of hiring someone to come to my house and do this for me, I did it all by myself. And it it was a lot of work. But keep in mind, I also had a three-year-old and a newborn. And like I said, this was before smartphones. So I would separate all the items that she brought into lots or bundles. I would iron the clothes that needed to be ironed. I would position them on my staging area, which was a quilt on the floor in front of our family room window, take pictures. I would upload the pictures to my computer, edit them, create the listings, store the lots so they were ready to ship. And I was tracking them in my office. And then two to three times a week, I would pack the kids in the car and we would head to the post office with our It wasn't a sit and stand, but with a stroller. And I would put all of the boxes in the stroller and have my three-year-old. He held onto the stroller and I had my newborn that I was carrying and we would bring the boxes into the office, the post office and sell them. So this brings me to my real tip for getting kids involved. Okay. 
And no, it's not get a stroller for your boxes. That's not it. Get You want to get your kids involved with two little kids underfoot. This was really hard for me. The only way for me to be able to pull it off was to have them somehow be a part of what I was doing. But how do you include a toddler in this type of business? I mean, my newborn wasn't going to do much, but the toddler, pretty active, and I needed to include him in. So enter what I call the eBay box. I was selling on eBay. And so I had a box and I called it the eBay box. Now the eBay box, it was a box that I had for my son, Liam, that came out whenever I was processing the items that needed to be listed. It's the only time I brought out the eBay box. Essentially, the items in the eBay box were, uh, he had a toy camera that was a digital camera. It was like the big plastic bulky camera that um, he could see the screen on the back, even though it wasn't super clear but it was amazing technology at the time. And so he had his camera. He had a quilt like I did. He had a notebook and paper. He had a toy iron and he had a toy computer. And he would basically, he would go to town. Instead of being in my way, he would mimic what I was doing with his version of the same tools. So what I would do when I got these items from this lady, Amy, is... I would go through them and he would help me do that. And then I would iron clothes and he would act like he was ironing some of them too. And then I put my quilt down in front of the window in the family room and, and laid out the clothes, how I wanted them to be and stood above it and took pictures. Well, he did the same thing with his quilt. He laid it out, put his things on there. If it was some of the clothes, that was fine. If it was some of his toys, it didn't matter. He was mimicking what I was doing. And then he would take his pictures and then he would go work on his little computer next to me while I was getting the listings ready. So tip number one is to create a way for your kids to mimic what you're doing in your business. And you can do this pretty much from toddler age up, okay? So if you want to get your kids involved, tip number one, create a way for your kids to mimic what you're doing in your business. If you are taping up boxes, then give them a box and their own kid-friendly tape and let them just go at it. Or maybe they're old enough to do the prep for you, write out a checklist of what they need to do and let them put on labels and pack up the boxes. Let them mimic what you are doing, okay? We did this in regular tasks as well. So for example, when I would balance the checkbook, we did it old school. Liam had a checkbook register and a calculator to do his own version right next to me. All right, well, as my kids got older, my business, it grew and it morphed. I focused more on training and helping others move into online selling and business. So about five years ago, I started talking about Amazon's print-on-demand self-publishing service, KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. I had published a Christmas devotional uh, I wrote a few years prior, and I was teaching strategies for low-content or no-content books. And by low-content no content books. I taught, I mean, uh, a journal, a planner, a workbook of some sort, a tracker, a log, even a cookbook, something that's not intensive written work. Well, I was teaching how to use these in um, Amazon, on Amazon for bundling and different private label bundling and strategies. Well, my daughter, she was 12 at that point and she was paying attention. And she, she would come with me often when I would speak and she kept bugging me to teach her how to create a journal with KDP. And I'm like, okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Brilliant mom moment there. I kept putting her off, but finally she said, you know what, mom, just give me your password. I'll figure it out. 
And I'm like, all right, I bet you can. So I gave her my password and sure enough, she just played with it and figured it all out and published an adventure journal, which really was just plain pages, interior pages with a watermark of a flower inside on every single page. She designed the cover, but she learned the process all by herself. And as she was learning to self-publish, and she had that one and a couple other books under her belt that she had just been playing with to learn and understand the process, I wanted to bring her in to help me teach this strategy because I think it's so valuable that teens can be doing this. And I wanted people to see what she was doing. So her and I, we've started doing this class called 10 Books and 10 Days. And yes, we have one coming up soon. You'll hear more about it, about it soon. But anyway, I have my daughter teaching that class with me. And in fact, last year at the Proven Conference, I actually got her on stage with me to help teach this at the conference. Huge opportunities because she's been watching me and helping me along the way over the years. So let me just say, if you have a teen or a tween, they can do this. Guys, listen up. There are so many ways to get your kids involved. I've talked about when they're younger to create a toy version of whatever it is you're doing. It'll save your sanity and it'll be a great teaching tool for your kids. But as they get older, they can also learn strategies for building out a revenue stream of their own or as part of the family business. In fact, if you have the proven Amazon course, you have access to the KDP course that I teach. Let your kids go through it. Let them go through the program and let them just let them loose to create their own journals, their own notebooks, their own joke books and riddles or mad libs or whatever it is, um, let them create their own and just explore in that. It doesn't cost anything. If you want to go deeper into this strategy on another episode, let us know. KDP brings some incredible opportunities. It's a fantastic way for your kids to get involved though. And plus, if you are homeschooling like we are, this is a great school project. I've taught this actually at our homeschool co-op before with the high school, the teen, the teens there. Okay. So tips for getting your kids involved. Number one, rethink your toy box, right? Have like an eBay box or an Amazon box, a business box, whatever you want to call it for your younger kids that have toy versions of what you are, what you're doing. So they can mimic what, what you're doing in your business and work alongside you. Number two is to get them involved learning strategies like KDP. And number three would be to create standard operating procedures that they can follow. I was talking with a guy in the My Silent Team community last week about how his family works together on their business. And he was finishing up putting together some SOPs, standard operating procedures for his kids. I love it. I think they have six kids. I'm going to guess that their youngest is two, maybe three now, oldest, maybe 12. And it really just putting together a simple checklist of the things needed to be done in your business. What a great way to get your kids involved. They learn how to follow directions, right? They're watching, they're building something, they're being a part of the family in a way they're helping out. Um, let them manage part of your prep and, or let them do research, right? It'll give them a sense of ownership on that. And that's really valuable. Anything that you can create an SOP for, someone else can do. And there are plenty of age-appropriate tasks to get them involved. Let them take ownership. It'll have a huge impact on their life, on your family life, and on your business. All right, guys, we're just about done. But I wanted to share one more little tip. 
And this isn't so much about how to involve your kids in your business. It's more about how to keep your sanity. Guys, community is key. We are created for relationship. And it's so important to be involved in community with others. The first time that I spoke at the Proven Conference, I had several families approach me asking, how do you do it all? You're running this business, you're speaking, you're training, you're homeschooling your kids. How do you do it all? I laughed because I'll tell you, I definitely don't do it all. And on the days that I may feel like I do, I certainly don't do it all perfectly. But you may feel pressure to do it all. I do sometimes. I feel that pressure. But let me encourage you, okay? Give yourself grace. That's the key. (laughs) You don't have to do it all. And it doesn't have to be perfect. In fact, I was just doing a webinar earlier today and I said, it doesn't have to be perfect to impact. Being involved in community, though, it'll help put these things in perspective. And it'll help provide incredible encouragement from like-minded people who understand the challenges of raising children while running a business, but ultimately understand that it doesn't have to be perfect to make an impact. Give yourself grace and step forward into business growth with confidence. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.